0: Coming to you from Silicon Valley, I'm Marcus Edwards and I'm on the hunt for recruiting leaders, producers, innovators, and pioneers who've made their mark on the industry and can't wait to share their points of view. We'll tackle the tough topics and dig deep to find the answers you're looking for and some actionable advice you can take to the bank. So stick around and stay tuned, and welcome to Recruiting Trailblazers. Hey, it's Marcus here from Recruiting Trailblazers. And a couple of weeks ago, I did a podcast on the first conversation you have with a candidate and some of the tactics that I employ to get through that conversation successfully. Today, I wanted to dive a little deeper and perhaps a little more philosophically into that conversation and talk about what it really takes to go from complete stranger to trusted advisor, um, the sort of conversational journey. So I've said on the podcast a few times, our job as recruiters, you know, whether you're looking for new candidates or clients, is to create opportunities to have meaningful conversations with prospects and then execute on those opportunities. You know, the problem is that it's become quite easy to find the new prospects you want to talk to, but exponentially harder to attract their attention. And that's because there's so much noise out there at the moment. It's getting harder and harder to distinguish oneself at outreach stage from the litany of other messages that your prospects are probably receiving. It's much easier, by the way, to cut through the noise if they're already somewhat aware of you. But the majority of recruiters I know aren't posting consistently enough on LinkedIn to make that the norm. But by the way, if you do want to build awareness in your market so that both candidates and clients are much more receptive to your outreach, I've interviewed some real experts on the subject, including Joe Mullings, Joel Lalgie, and James Hornick, and they're all worth a listen. Recently on the podcast... I revealed my own strategy for making that first call to a potential candidate. And the same rules apply in a customer situation as well. First, you need to build rapport. And second, you need to understand the buyer's gap so that you can finally and accurately present your solution and solve their problem with confidence. Today, I want to look at the same part of the process, but through a slightly different lens. I want to talk about the conversational journey we need to embark upon in order to put ourselves in a credible and tenable position to effectively serve our newest prospect, you know, whether it's a client or a candidate. In other words, how do we cross the bridge from complete stranger and or commission-hungry recruiter to some degree of trusted advisor status in order to earn the consideration of our prospect? Now, I've always been very much aware of this critical relationship-building journey and subscribe very much to the notion that people buy from people they like and people they trust. And therefore, until you check both of these boxes, it's always going to be a struggle to align your value proposition with your prospect in an impactful way. And by the way, once you've earned your prospect's trust and established yourself as a subject matter expert in their space, you're in a position to make some pretty strong moves and start solving whatever challenges you specialise in solving. And on the subject of solving... If you find yourself in a conversation and you hear yourself selling as opposed to solving, you haven't crossed the all-important relationship bridge yet. Because selling is what we do when we don't understand our customers' needs properly, and solving is what we do when we do. Now, I used to feel that the relationship journey in question, moving from stranger to trusted advisor, was a single bridge to cross – And It certainly can be accomplished over the course of a single call, but more recently I've started to think of it as a two-part manoeuvre, and you need to complete the first before you think about tackling the second. Now, there's a suit of business armour that we used to physically wear to meetings, but it manifests itself today more as an old-school approach to relationship development and comprises mainly of cheesy icebreakers and jargon-filled presentations, but it lacks the humanity that we're all genuinely seeking in the COVID economy. So, in the same way as a small fire needs kindling, a spark, and the invisible ingredient oxygen to get going, there's also an invisible ingredient that ignites a relationship and sets it up for success in the future. And that ingredient, of course, is humanity. You've got to show your prospect that you're human, vulnerable, empathetic, genuine, and then later, hopefully knowledgeable and helpful. But without the human connection happening... It's going to be an uphill battle to align your value proposition with anyone. Some people call it building rapport, but I think it's more than just supporting the same football team. It's having a moment with your prospect that fundamentally shifts their mindset from guarded to receptive. You know, a moment when your prospect's shoulders drop. Perhaps they crack a smile as they realise they are actually talking to a decent, caring, interesting human being. This moment can happen as a result of a myriad of conversational possibilities, but it either happens or it doesn't. You see, you won't clear the first hurdle by talking about the weather or any other hackneyed ice-breaking technique, but you will get there if you drop the act and demonstrate a degree of empathy or vulnerability. You have to disarm your prospect from their guarded and suspicious predisposition and present them with a moment of normalcy, humility, Or possibly even self deprecation to forge that critical human connection. There's no hard and fast rules on how to achieve this state of conversational nirvana, just as there's no single kick in karate that will surely end the fight, with the possible exception, of course, of the crane kick at the end of Karate Kid. But seriously, you've got to go with the flow. If you focus less on your value proposition and more on being present and keeping it real, make it about them, not you. Then listen for an opportunity to be original, to be funny, to reveal your vulnerability or humility. It's an overused word, but authenticity wins the day. That's the first part of the conversational journey from complete stranger to decent human being who doesn't sound like they're about to offload a ton of worthless penny stocks in a shell company operated out of a garage. The second part is going to be plain sailing now because you've levered the playing field and it's just two human beings having a conversation with one another. So briefly, and maybe we'll go into this in more detail in the future, to complete the journey to trusted advisor, it's time to get into discovery mode. Just because you're vibing with your prospect now, don't undo the good work by whacking them over the head with your value proposition yet. You don't really know much about them, and that would be tantamount to playing darts whilst riding blindfolded on a merry-go-round. The goal here is to begin to understand how they tick and how they perceive the inevitable challenges they face, either as a candidate or a client. On the candidate side, we covered this previously. Like and don't like questions work very well, as do what would you change questions. Culture, also a big hot button here too. On the client side, you're looking to achieve an understanding of the business problems your prospect is looking to resolve, so that you can position your solution as impactfully as possible. Again, Questions about the company's vision and culture really open up the conversation and provide your prospect with a great opportunity to willingly share on topics that they're probably quite passionate about. Anyway, let's end this one here. This was a little bit touchy-feely, but since it's getting harder and harder to create those opportunities for meaningful conversations with new prospects, I think it's worth looking at the nuances of a successful execution of this conversation through as many lenses as possible. So maybe this isn't my last word on the topic. Hopefully next week I'll have a new interview for you. So thanks a lot for listening and I'll speak to you again soon. Cheers.